0: Oh, it's the Last Call podcast with Chris Michael. Wow, look at that. Oh, Who cares? Oh, it's just one of those days I'm so hideously uninspired to talk about any of those stupid stories out there. But, you know, you got to do it. I said I'd make a four-day-a-week commitment, so here you go. I'm going to mail in the commitment. Oh, my gosh. Ugh, Forbes was out there. Uh, Nicki Minaj's tweets that we spoke about. Dr. Fauci is upset. Oh, she she should be thinking twice about sharing COVID vaccine rumors. Well, Dr. Fauci, you should be thinking twice before you open up your fucking mouth uh, the next time you talk about how you perform no gain of function research. How about that, Dr. Fauci? Because I don't know. I, I, for one, we're all really, really sick of you speaking out of both sides of your mouth because you are a hideous bottom-dwelling, gut-sucking worm that should be drummed out of existence. Uh, it's just enough. Enough. We, we've had 18 months of you. We've actually been dealing with you for over 40, for what, four decades, 40 years since the 80s, you've been screwing around with AIDS, then SARS, then swine flu, then bird flu. Like every time, every single season, there's some sort of pandemic that's going to take over the world. And guess what? You're all behind the responses. So please, Dr. Fauci, go take a dirt nap. Do anything you got to do, but just get out of our lives. Do anything, 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 anything we can help you along with that With that. With that forward motion of exiting stage right, we will do it for you. We'll help you along. Ugh. So, this is the thing about these whole COVID vaccines, all right? So, there's this, uh, Humans Are Free, Are reporting, they came out with a story. And of course, Humans Are Free, they always put the source at the bottom of the effing article when they should put it at the top, if anyone is listening to humansarefree.com. Uh, or listening to me that pay attention to humans dot com. You may want to send them an email and tell them how to put an article properly up on the website. Anyway, they're citing a story from the expose u k. so it's a whole bunch of u k health data statistics, 80% of COVID-19 deaths in August were from, guess what, vaccinated people. That's right. Gosh, how could that happen? And then you got people like Dr. Fauci, and you've got people out there like Joe Biden and Jen Sacky, and they're all saying to you that they have to protect the vaccinated. Why do you have to protect the vaccinated? Don't talk to me about breakthrough cases. Do you know what a breakthrough case is? It's a sign of the vaccines not working in somebody. And I, if I had to suspect, this is the way these vaccines work. They demolish the immune system of the person they injected them with. And so what happens is, is that when your immune system or when you come into contact with somebody... Under normal circumstances, if you are not inoculated, your immune system would be strong enough that you would be able to counter whatever you, you came into contact with. You may have the sniffles, you may come down with a fever for a day or so, and then you're back to normal, and away you go. But when you're inoculated with these COVID-19 gene therapy platforms, it's a different ballgame. Because essentially what, they, what it's appearing, based upon all of this data, from the UK and other countries like Israel— Which is not only tripling down on a third booster, but now quadrupling down on a fourth booster. That's what they're trying to do. But what's really becoming apparent is that these inoculations are demolishing immune systems. And otherwise, normal interactions between things in the environment and your immune system go unnoticed but since you do d- these people apparently do not have any sort of immune system now any little thing is a huge deal so that's why you're starting to see all these quote unquote breakthrough cases it's a sign of vaccine failure that's what it is i don't care what anybody else says because as your lovable fuzzball host at the last call podcast i am usually Four months ahead of the curve because I'm so brilliant. And then the, that article keeps on going on with a whole bunch of cases. I mean, I just summed it up for you. This means that between August 28th and September 3rd, there were 22,318 cases amongst the vaccinated population, almost 2,000 more than the unvaccinated population. So what does this tell you? It tells you that there's no statistical difference in the UK based upon these statistics from August 28th to September 3rd of this year between an unvaccinated person and a vaccinated person and whether or not they will, in fact, be suffering from COVID. And if the Atlantic's article about COVID is true, then we know that almost 50% of the positive COVID cases are really just bullshit. It's the sniffles. They are either asymptomatic cases or extremely mild cases. And once again, we would have to look at the age bracket of all of these cases to really make a strong determination about which portions of the population are actually at risk, which otherwise means you have been shanghaied for the past year and a half. This kind of thing has to stop. But we all know that there are the Branch Covidians out there, a sect of cultists that always play the victim, and now the vaccinated people are blaming the unvaccinated Americans for deaths. So... Going with what I just told you, that the vaccinated have a demolished, assuming that theory is true, that the vaccinated have a demolished or extremely weakened immune system, then yes, if you come into contact with an unvaccinated person because their immune system is stronger and they never even knew they had something, as a person that has been uh, suffering from a demolished immune system, you're going to get sick. You're going to get sick, and it's going to be a lot worse. The family, and this is from the DailyMail.co.uk, articles headline, fully vaccinated woman's family, blames unvaccinated Americans for her death in a scathing obituary. She was infected by others who chose not to be inoculated, and the cost was her life. Yes, that's right. The family of Springfield, Illinois, woman Candace Ayers, 66, uh, blames the unvaccinated for her death after she contracted COVID-19. The fully vaccinated Ayers contracted the virus with her husband after Terry traveling to Mississippi with a, uh, visiting a friend, which has a 42% vaccination rate. So immediately they are blaming Mississippi for the death. They are totally not paying attention to the fact that these people were vaccinated and potentially had destroyed immune systems just like the hiv aids virus also dr fauci was uh pivotal in the uh, nation's response to hiv aids uh either spreading it or trying to quote-unquote heal it um because you're never going to get so that's the thing about aids you're going to tell me uh, According to the mythology behind all of it, that a monkey in Africa gave it to a human being, and then somehow that human being gave it to the gay population, specifically in New York City and nowhere else during the 80s, while they were on a vaccination campaign for hepatitis and inoculating people with uh, supposedly hepatitis vaccines. I mean, what?! What? What are you trying—I mean, this—nobody this, this nobody thinks about this stuff. It's its incredibly stupid, short-sighted, and nobody is capable of critically thinking anymore. And then when you factor in that Dr. Fauci was lurking in the shadows, and according to—I forgot what—I um, forgot who came out with that story, but when he was studying the HIV-AIDS pandemic— he was going to gay bathhouses all throughout New York City to quote-unquote see how uh, the AIDS could have been transmitted. Well, yes, if you see a bunch of men having sex and blowing loads all over one another, yes, it's a very good indication that that is how said disease was spread. I mean, this doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out, especially in New York City, uh, coke-fueled gay communities. I mean, back then, you um, you had all sorts of drugs and all sorts of just extremely loose lifestyles going on in New York City. I mean, part of the fun of going to New York City is to see all these freak shows walking around, especially now. I mean, you got gender-bending weirdos out there that don't even know if they're male, female, identifying as this, that, or the other thing. I mean, do whatever you want. But don't expect me to, to look at you with a straight face sometimes. At the same time, uh, I know some trans people that they are more feminine than the bridge trolls on Long Island and New York City uh, in New York. So uh, I, I don't know what to say about all of that. So anyway, this woman is, uh, she was vaccinated and her family published. She was uh, preceded in death by more than 4,531,790. Okay, so when they're throwing this kind of statistic out there, Candace Ayers and her husband must have a background check. And I'll tell you why. This obituary is extremely specific. This kind of thing seems like a media stunt. Now, there, of course, if somebody dies, it's never a good thing. We never want to say here at the Last Call podcast that somebody should die. Um, Unless we're telling Dr. Fauci to take a dirt nap. But somebody like Candace Ayers, somebody in her family probably has strong ties to either the media or an intelligence network, domestic or internationally. So you're looking at the FBI or the CIA. Because what they wrote on her obituary is so specific that it is just red meat for the Branch Covidians and the people that want to perpetuate this constant Fear atmosphere so she was vaccinated it says but was infected by others who chose not to be and that cost her her life and of course they're i mean i i don't have to go on about this it's it is what it is and i told you what's really going on this woman should not have died this woman probably had a weakened immune system and that's what the real cause of it is Okay, so here's the big story of the day. Hillary Clinton, linked lawyer, indicted in Russiagate probe. Now, this is important. The grand jury has indicted, good God almighty, Michael Sussman. Michael Sussman is a worm that used to work for Perkins Coie. Perkins Coie, big time, Washington, D.C., international, national, Democrat-aligned law firm. So, we all know what kind of things go through that law firm. We can only imagine. And Perkins Coie was also responsible for none other than Russiagate. So, hiring Christopher Steele, making Christopher Steele come up with ridiculous claims about Donald Trump and Russian collusion because of what? It was all due To Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton was supposed to win the 2016 presidential election. And what happened? Not that, thankfully. So, what exactly is going on here? Tweeting for us is Chuck Ross, D.C. So, you can find him over there. Uh, He says, new and interesting information in the Sussman indictment. His tech executive client, so Mr. Sussman's client, allegedly accessed non-public info about Trump, and they coordinated all of this with agents of the Clinton campaign. This is huge, he says. A tech executive, which we can assume is either Jack Dorsey from Twitter or, uh, what's his name, Zuckerberg from Facebook, a tech exec who Sussman represented discussed faking a link They clearly said, we're going to fake a link between the Trump Organization and Alpha Bank. The executive and other researchers also doubted that there were nefarious contacts involving the Trump Organization. But Sussman would later claim to the FBI and the media that there were coordinating efforts going on, which ultimately means Russian collusion. Now who ran with such allegations why it was the democrats that ran with that the democrats and the the spineless republicans that are still in office that will not do anything they won't speak up they will not stop the democrat steamroller out there that's trying to change society as a whole they're not stopping why because they are aligned with them behind closed doors. They never liked Trump. Ask yourself, who is Mitch McConnell's wife? What does she do? What does her family do? Once you figure those items out, then all of a sudden you get an extremely crystal clear picture of why nothing happens against the Democrats. And it has to do with... ...with one country in particular, and that one country comes from the Far East, and it starts with the letter C. So, uh, in this article from the Washington Post, the Sussman indictment charges that he lied about the capacity in which he was providing allegations to the FBI, of potential cyber links between a Russian bank and a company owned by former President Donald Trump. Durham is pursuing a prosecutorial theory that Sussman was secretly representing Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign. Oh, gosh. And the investigation is ongoing. So why is this a big Deal. It's a large deal. It is a monumental-sized deal because this allegation and this indictment comes from Durham. Now, where does Durham come from? Durham comes from Connecticut. He is the one that has been put into place to look into all of the Russia gate and uh, bullshittery, for the lack of a better term, from 2016 to 2020 and up until this day. Okay, so now the other interesting fact that we've brought up before is that Durham is the arch enemy of none other than Robert Mueller. Robert Muller is the mouth drooling, decrepit moron, knuckle dragging old fart that was in charge of the Russia Gate investigation. And this lantern jawed Frankenstein looking Fool allowed this country to be dragged through the mud based upon nothing. And they all knew about it. They all knew about it. Don't even try to tell me. Well, they. we had to really look into things just to make sure. No, no, no. No, no, no. For four years, for four years, this president, Trump, was guilty until proven innocent. That's not, that's not how you do things. That's not how things are supposed to work here in the United States. It's supposed to be that you are innocent until proven guilty, which means people can make accusations against you all day long, but until you bring evidence up, shut the hell up. But instead, we had a rabid media that was out there that would do anything in their power to create a conspiratorial type of atmosphere where Donald Trump was worse than Hitler. And then you had stories that came out this week that says, if you say something like, fuck Joe Biden, you're dangerous. You're dangerous, and it's really damaging to society. So we may need to look into censoring people that say things like, fuck Joe Biden. Really? What do you think we heard for five years? Fuck Trump. We heard it from everybody. We heard it from people that were going to awards shows. We heard it from people that were in the media. We heard it from people all over the place. Oh, I'm going to take a knee at a football game. Go go take a hike for the rest of your life. Nobody wants to see you. So, oh, those people aren't dangerous. And by the way, I would like to know how many people that go to therapy consider themselves liberal Democrats? I want to know the breakdown of the amount of people that go to seek therapy and their political leanings. I would suspect that at least 80% of those people consider themselves Democrats or liberal or extremely liberal. What does that tell you about everybody on that side of the aisle? So, that's all you need to know. Uh, Okay, so here we go. Here's one thing from the Sussman indictments that Shem Horn, otherwise known as on Twitter, Shem the Infinite, uh, has screenshot for us. He goes, you do... And this is a quote uh, from this one particular uh, portion of the indictment. Um, So basically what happens is here is that it takes forever and a goddamn day to load... So here we go. Okay. Honor about August 22, 2016. Researcher One emailed the aforementioned recipients, expressing continued doubt regarding the Russia Bank One allegations that Sussman would later convey to the FBI and raising concerns about the researchers' bias against Trump. How do we plan to defend against the criticism? that it is not spoofed traffic that we are observing. There is no answer to that. Let's assume again that they are not smart enough to refute our best-case scenario. Tech Executive One you do says this, you do realize that we will have to expose every trick we have in our bag to even make a very weak association, meaning they've got nothing when it comes to the allegations of Russiagate. So what did they do? They went on a full court press to try and manipulate and lie and obfuscate any sort of true facts. And tech executive number one, we can assume, would either be Mr. Zuckerman or Zuckerberg uh, or Jack from Twitter. So he, goes, he continues, let's all reflect upon that for a moment. Sorry, folks, but unless we get combined net flow and DNS traffic collected at critical points between suspect organizations, we cannot technically make any claims that would fly before public scrutiny. And the only thing that drives us at this point is that we just do not like Trump. This will not fly in the eyes of public scrutiny. Well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. He's absolutely right. You had a bunch of really, really well-connected, well-funded individuals that were against Trump. And for no other reason than they didn't like him. Now, we have our theories here at the Last Call Caravan uh, why they did not like Trump. And we suspect here that it has to do with the amount of human trafficking rings that Trump dismantled and the amount of child trafficking rings and pedophiles Trump got out of the way, which now, like we brought up in past shows, you now understand why there is such a huge influx of migrants at the border because they are resupplying those child trafficking rings and those human trafficking rings. I mean, you find videos all over social media of drugged up kids on downers of some sort at the border so that they don't complain, and then that these coyotes, the people that transport human beings across the southern border, uh, don't have to deal with uh, crying kids. I mean, the, the, there was another statistic. A third of the unaccompanied children, uh, the migrants, that came across. The, nobody knows where they are. Nobody knows where they are. So they, what they're doing is they're just going into somewhere in the United States. They don't do background checks on the people that will take in these kids because if you did do a background check on these individuals, more than likely they've got some nefarious background involving sexual abuse, child trafficking, human trafficking, or even worse. So, of course these people are not going to have any sort of background checks against them. So anyway, the New York Times reports that Durham Will charge Sussman for lying to the FBI. Meanwhile, the FBI can lie to us all the day long. The case goes against Mr. Sussman, centers on the question of who his client was when he conveyed certain suspicions about Mr. Trump and Russia to the FBI. Investigations have examined Mr. Sussman was secretly working for the Clinton campaign, which he denies. Of course he was. Of course he was. Glenn Greenwald finally says this on Twitter. The special counsel investigating the various frauds of Russia Gate is about to indict a Perkins Coe lawyer. The scam that Trump was using a secret server to communicate with a Russian bank was promoted by Hillary herself and touted by media outlets as truth. Like so many that comprised Russia Gate, it was a total fraud. In sum, a DNC-linked lawyer, partners with the Clinton lawyer, uh, fabricated a link between Trump and Russia, fed it to the DNC, operatives masquerading as journalists, thank you very much, had Hillary trumpet it and then lied to the FBI about who he worked for. And that person that he worked for was more than likely none other than Hillary Clinton Barack Obama, Joe Biden, or any and all of the above. So this is going to be the first domino that falls with all of this. Because you're going to get the little guy in the beginning. And if you notice anything about Durham, Durham waited until the 11th hour. He had one more day to bring up some sort of indictment. Otherwise, the statutes of limitation... Would have expired. So what does that mean? It means that this kind of investigation. Or uh, I guess it's an investigation. That Durham is part of. Is going to be dragging out for some time. This is not going to be a quick one and done thing. This is going to last months. If not years. Which on some level is good. Because. If they did that to Trump and dragged this country through the mud for years, then it's only fair that Biden suffers the same types of consequences. All right, that's going to be it for me. I didn't have anything prepped, really. I just ran through a bunch of articles, so you can find me anywhere. You know the deal. Last Call Caravan, Twitter, Instagram, like me, share me, do whatever you want, funnel yourself to my photograph on any of those things because I'm a lovable fuzzball. Until next week, if you're listening to me, then you are on The Last Call Caravan. I'm your intrepid host, Chris Michaels. This is The Last Call Podcast.